Live from Nashville, Tennessee, it's Dawn and Steve in the morning. Good morning from Moody Radio. This hour, Wendy Speaks joins us for the 40-day feast. Are you hungry? Me too. It's almost lunchtime for the morning team, but we're going to feast on a different sort of food this morning. (laughs) We are. And of course, that is always God's word because that is what sustains us. We know physical food has its place, but spiritually speaking, we cannot do this without the word of God. And Wendy, as you join us to talk about this brand new book, The 40 Day Feast, I know that you have written 40-day sugar fast and the 40-day social media fast and the 40-day fast journal. So now pivoting to feast, looking very much forward to what that all looks like. Thank you for joining us this morning. Oh, it's a joy to be with you and your listeners. Feast. Why feast after all the fasting? Well, you know, we have been fasting for almost 10 years as a community online, year after year at the start of every new year. And But really what we've found over the years is that the goal of fasting has always been feasting, to awaken in us a hunger that's been a little bit dormant uh, because we've been running to the wrong stuff. We've been turning to that first thing in the morning, that, that highly sugared latte, to make us feel good, to give us a cup of courage for the day ahead. And yet we know just time after time, verse after verse, God says, you come to me when you're weary and heavy laden. You come to me first thing in the morning. Hey, you need a cup of courage? I'm the living water. And I tell you time and again where your courage is found. So let's pinpoint what it is we've been running to, turning to, coming to, as Jesus would call it. Let's lay that down for 40 days. But the goal was always feasting on the right thing. So this is just um, the most natural segue. This really was the goal throughout all time since, since God wrapped the message in flesh and sent it to us. Feasting on his son has been the goal. Yeah, it's uh, so good. But one of the things, as you point out, is we have a temptation to feast on the wrong things. We want the quick fix. We want the sugar hit. We want the caffeine. We want whatever in, in our physical lives. In our spiritual lives, what are the places, things you see us maybe turning to instead of Christ? Yeah, well, you know what? You you just separated those. You said in our physical lives, we turn here. And in our spiritual lives, where do we turn? And I would say, no, 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 you, that, that you just said it. We are taking our spiritual lives to the answers for our physical lives. And then we're missing the answer for both our physical life and our spiritual life because, you know, Jesus invited us. You seek first the kingdom of God. You for you seek first the answer to your spiritual life and all those other things, those answers to your physical life are going to be added to you. That's that's what I would say. And I like to think of that um that scripture as everything else is going to fall into its rightful place. It doesn't mean you're going to be healthy, wealthy, and good looking too. You know, it means my goodwill for your life is going to find its rightful order because you sought me first. You took care of the spiritual. And the physical is going to have its rightful place. But I will tell you, I mean, we could just camp out on talking about fasting. The miracle stories. I have about 10 to maybe 20,000 new people that fast with me every January. And um, and then so many, so many return fasting friends. Hmm. And each time there are miracle stories of, I mean, Ears being open, they were deaf for 20 years and now they're hearing. Marriage is being restored. Prodigal children coming home. 
Um, and then all of the physical things. I've had painful acne my whole life and it cleared up. Well, there are physical, physiological reasons for some of the things, not for all of them. My back pain, my diabetes, my, my blood count, all of this stuff starts to change when we start, as you say, taking care of the spiritual thing we're turning to. Mm-hmm. But when we go to the physical, man, that dopamine, it just hits fast and we feel like we've got the answer but it really just dupes us into the wrong answer for our biggest needs. The quick fix, it's not usually the proper fix. It's, it is, it's immediate, but it does not sustain us and God's word will sustain us. I'm listening, Wendy, as you share that and thinking about how oftentimes we will go to church on the weekend. We'll, we'll say go to church on a Sunday morning and then we will compartmentalize that and relegate it to Sunday, we'll go into Monday and live our own life. Are we doing that with this same idea of keeping the physical and the spiritual together as we seek God? Or are we relegating the physical to one decision decision path and the spiritual to another decision path? Right. I don't know if this is the clearest answer, but you know, I really enjoyed writing this book, The 40-Day Feast, and thinking of it as daily servings. And so if you think of your pastor saying, man, I want to give them a feast that is going to carry them through to next Sunday. No pastor wants that responsibility. He wants to awaken in you a hunger for God's word, God's presence, God's glory and his worship and your part in that incredible narrative that starts with him coming after you and sending you out into the world. And every day we need to be feasting. And I would even say not just once a day for five minutes and checking that box. Hmm. So let us not just take ourselves to his word, hoping to meet our physical and spiritual needs. Let's learn to get hungry for the right thing. And it's going to touch every aspect of our lives. All right. So how do we learn to get hungry for the right thing? We're going to come back in just a little bit and talk about that, cultivating that spiritual appetite so we can actually enjoy that feast. Talking with uh, Wendy Speak about her book, The 40-Day Feast, Tasting and Seeing the Goodness of God's Word. We want to connect you with her. We want to connect you with this book. So the link's at our Facebook page. Hope you go check that out. Dawn and Steve in the morning on the Moody Radio app. That's a great way to go back and listen to things that you missed or listen again. You may want to go back and listen to our conversation this half hour with Wendy Speak. She's written a book, The 40-Day Feast. We want to be feasting on God's Word. And Wendy, honestly, a lot of us probably would say, I want to do that, but I struggle to do that. How do I cultivate a spiritual appetite for God's Word? You know, I would say that our first little segment together uh, is a great place to start, which is pinpointing where you're spending your appetite, because we're all created with an appetite. And if you could just say, I'm going to lay down, I think it was John Piper that said, and with some simple fast to say this much, God, I love you this much. And just say, I'm going to set that thing down that I think. And, you know, for many people, and I, every, people are going to be like, I'm so glad we're not face to face because I'll punch you in the face. If we were. <laughs> you know, it, it may be, it may be Starbucks. It may be Dr. Pepper. It may be whatever it is. Like, this is the thing that makes me happy. This is the thing that gives me strength. This is the thing. And just say, no, that was the wrong thing. And to set it down. However, I don't think it's just a lack of appetite. So let's, I kind of want to go the next step is we could say, I am a Bible believer, but not a Bible reader. 
I value it. I want it. When I'm in church on Sundays, I would even say I'm hungry for it. But I dull my senses and I dull my appetite just from this habitual turning to the wrong stuff. So once you've done that, or once you've just made the commitment, I'm reminded of the term um, spiritual discipline. Some of this is going to take just a decision and an asking of the Lord or an asking of the Holy Spirit himself. God, you enabled the writing of the word. Enable me in the reading of the word. I don't just want to check the box and get better at this. I don't want to just read my Bible and know my Bible. I want to read my Bible to know you. So this is really, I've got the hunger to know you. I, I recognize in my mind that I'm going to find you in your word. I recognize that your Holy Spirit can even help me to do that. Now it's time to put on my big girl, my big, my big boy pants and man up and woman up and open up your word. I want to be your woman. I want to be your man. And I'm going to seek you with all my heart. I don't yet love you with all my heart, but with all my heart, I want to. So it's time for me to get a little muscular in my face, in my faith. And I had a pastor for years. He would take the I guess the stage, whatever you call it at church on Sunday mornings. And he'd put his hands on either side of the podium and he'd look out at us and he would say, did you come to hear from the Lord this morning? And then he would wait, he would take a pause and we would all have to answer the question. Oh, oh, is that, is that why we're here? (laughs) Because I know that I got distracted with getting my kids buckled into the car seats and all the things I needed to do. And I was a little grumpy with my spouse, but that is why I'm here. And to make that decision each day, I'm coming to hear from the Lord and to open our hearts before we even open our Bibles. And that's one of my favorite parts of this, this um, 40 day feast is these are meaty daily devotionals that I think of as appetizers. And then I send you into God's word because that's the feast. And we start with questions like this. Am I really here to hear from the Lord? And we make decisions and we not just awaken our appetite, but we awaken our, our spiritual muscles and say, that's what I want to do for 40 days and well beyond. Wendy, I hear you talking about this, and I'm thinking about the propensity we might have to go, yeah, 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 I know, I know, I hear you. I need to make this change. I've got to, I've got to start doing it this way. And it feels like more box checking and mm-hmm. less like surrendering to the Lord. Talk yes. to us about a small step that puts us on the path to doing just that, getting back into the Word and really being transformed by His Spirit. Oh, man, what a good question, Don. Yay, you and your questions. I love it. Um, I We just had the turning of the new year, and we all like to talk about resolutions, right? I resolve. I resolve to do this thing. And I would say, when we're talking about spiritual transformation, not just habitual change, I'm talking about a holy habit. So we're talking about spiritual transformation. We don't have enough resolve. So we don't need another resolution. What we need is a revolution. We need a revolt against us in this world. And so what I, I think a wonderful place is God, change my heart. Give me a heart that change that is changed. Take away this wrong thinking and this wrong feeling and this wrong pursuing. I I want to revolt against that. And I want you in me Mm -hmm. to revolt against those things and awaken in me a passion for pursuing relationship with you. And that's not found in my pantry and it's not found in social media. It is found in getting social with you and your Bible is where I do that. Beautiful. Mic drop. 
I'm telling you right there. And if you're not inspired and even challenged by that, I I would just ask you as I'm doing myself to go before the Lord and say, does this apply to me? Lord, what do you want for me so that I love you more? I follow you more. I study your word more. The 40-Day Feast, Wendy Speak is the author as we taste and see the goodness of God's word. And we walk in that for this new life, the free life that he has promised us and given us. Have we yet taken part of that? We're connecting you with Wendy and this work on our Facebook page. It is Don and Steve in the morning. You know if you text us, we'll send you the link in that way. 800-555-7898. 800-555-7898. Moody Radio. You're listening to Dawn and Steve in the Morning on Moody Radio. We're just a handful of subscribers away from 70. Will you be one of the handful in this last 20 minutes of the show? Ooh. Yeah, good. Yeah. YouTube channel, at uh-huh. Dawn and Steve. Do that. And, uh, yeah, I, I never thought. 70. <laughs> that uh, Well, that 70, but never thought getting into radio that cameras would be involved. I know, dude. Right. I'm right there with you. I... Yeah, I finally move a little on camera, which is yeah, funny to me. Yeah, you were a statue at I first. Was. I probably I, wiggled too much. I don't know how to do this thing, but now that social media expands the platform and the gospel can be shared on those platforms, you want to steward that well. And if that involves camera, because I know that when I'm watching someone, it, it's kind of the whole thing with Zoom at, or in studio as opposed to a phone interview. I've never loved phone interviews ever. No, me they're either. so impersonal. Yes, I get that there's a real person on the other end of the phone, but you can't see them. You can't make eye contact. You can't read expressions or body language. And so there's this whole dimension left and lost in that. At least Zoom will bring a lot of that to light. And so you kind of have a few more things working into the conversation. And yet in studio or just us talking, that is so much better. Yeah. And so, yeah, to have a little bit of dimension we can add to the platform by using these cameras, I'm trying to embrace it <laughs> for the good of God. For the good, yeah, exactly. Honestly, that yeah. is what it's for. Yeah, it is. Yeah, exactly. Good of the gospel. And uh, we are glad that uh, you're listening this morning. And if you've not connected with us, that is one of the ways to do that. You can also. Head to our Facebook page if you're on Facebook, and we can connect that way. And obviously, you're welcome to call or text at any time, 800-555-7898. So are you planning on uh, celebrating National Backward Day today? (laughs) Well, I'm not sure how I would do that. Do I walk backwards? What what backward what? That's a a good thing. I, I would think the easy way to do that might be just to throw your clothes on backward. But that's, that's uncomfortable. Not comfortable. Have you ever tried to put jeans, wear jeans backward? I cannot say that I have. I've pl- put plenty of tops on backwards and gone, why is this choking me? Yeah, so, yeah, I don't know that I've ever tried to put jeans on backwards. Tops are one thing, jeans backward. Yeah, that's yeah, not that's, comfy. Yeah, that's not comfy at all. No. I, I, I could walk backwards. I, I know, I know. I'm right-handed. I could drink my coffee out of my left hand. Well, you could do that. My thing that I want to do, mm-hmm. start with dessert. <laughs> you and my That's grandma. That's how I would celebrate <laughs> National Backward Day, right? No, Forget the appetizer. Forget the entree right now. 
we're going to start with dessert and eat backward all day. Mm, your dessert's going to have to be a, a healthier than what you might default to, my I know. friend. Just for another day or two. Yeah? Although I think we're going to continue doing this for a while. I was going to ask. Now, this 10-day shred, this 10-day detox, restart, whatever we've been doing, we're on day nine. And I was curious what day 11 is going to look like for you. I think it's going to look a lot like day nine and 10. Will it? I, for the most part, yeah. I mean, I think that uh, if, if you're like, okay, what are you guys even talking about? Yeah. Last Monday, so just over a week January. ago, right? Mm-hmm. We started this 10-day kind of body reset thing. So eliminating a, a whole bunch of things and trying to do some other things like consume a lot more water. Um, How's that going for you? Can we just put a pin in that first part of it and ask how the water intake's going? I it it is a struggle. It's improved. It's tr- I mean, when you're starting, it's hard. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, when you start with pretty much all my water consumption was caffeinated and brown mm-hmm. to begin with. Any glass of water is an like- improvement <laughs> from there, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but when I had when I uh, was told how much water I had to drink uh-huh. during this, I'm like, I don't know how I'm going to actually get that done, and and I haven't. I'm not sure I've hit. Actually, what I'm supposed to drink uh-huh. yet. Okay. But it has but been an improvement. Yeah, it has been an improvement because apparently you're supposed to uh, take whatever your body weight is, divide that by two, and that's the number of ounces of water you're supposed to drink. I've heard that multiple times. That uh, For me, that's a lot. <laughs> <laughs> that is a lot. You of might as well just put a little swimming pool together uh, <laughs> and <laughs> start with a straw. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you're tall. Oh, that in and that, of itself. That's exactly what it is. That's Thank it. you. You're Thank welcome. Thank you. I appreciate yeah. that. Mm-hmm. Yep. So that is uh, one of the, the challenges with this. But what I realized and kind of began to dawn on me um, over the, the past few days is that the caffeine withdrawal headache has been getting less and less and less. And I think yesterday was maybe the first day that that wasn't a factor. And I'm like, if it took seven or eight days to get to that point, I'm going to maybe keep riding this wave for a little bit here and see if I can keep doing this, what we've been doing. Can, can If I do it a little bit longer, will the results be a little bit better? I'm guessing you don't miss that headache. I don't miss that headache. Mm. No. That's, nope. that's That one's rough. That That really, honestly, is the thing that I dreaded most is just bringing that caffeine, scaling that caffeine intake back, knowing what that does when you've had quite a bit and you crack me up because I scaled back from I kind of started thinking about it I think I probably drink five cups of coffee in any given morning two prior to the station I'm guessing around three once I get here Uh so I decided to scale back to three today I'm working on just two we'll see if I can hold that Um, but I did dread the whole caffeine reduction everything else is pretty okay now we have a bunch of meetings coming up for work thursday and friday i know that lunch is part of those meetings are you telling me that you're going to stick to this as you look at the lunch menu and that's where earlier i said for the i'm going to do this for the most part like Mm -hmm. when it comes to meals that we're providing you know, like Susie's baking and home yes. and things mm-hmm, like that, mm-hmm. then I think I, we're going to stick to this for a while. Yep. If it's the kind of thing where we happen to be out with friends, going to a restaurant, um, you know, a meal is being provided of some sort. I'm like, I'm going to give myself a little grace, not going to go crazy, not what I would have done a month ago, but I, I'm going to go for the healthier option of what is available 
where where I'm at with what's being provided. So if lunch on Thursday is swimming in cheese, you're just going to have to do what you got to do. Is <laughs> well, that what I hear you say? I, I guess that is what you hear me saying. But at the same time, <laughs> I don't think lunch will be swimming in cheese. I think wherever, whatever lunch will be. OK, what is my healthiest option out of what we're doing here? And I'm going to go that route. Well, as you go through this day, whether it's backwards day, you're still flushing out this 10-day reset, or you're looking ahead to the year and the plans that you have, there's another national day that I'm curious if you're participating in as well. I'm going to ask you that coming up in a few moments. God and Steve on Moody Radio. Thanks for being with us here. Why not take the word with you wherever you go? Download the Moody Radio app. Thanks for listening to Dawn and Steve in the morning. January 31st, and I'm never super sad. I Forgive me for this, but I'm never super sad to say goodbye to January. Why is that? I don't know. I don't know why I hate on January, but I do, and I do it every year. I feel like this year I've been better, but there's just something. I think it's because I know it's going to be cold. <laughs> That's it for me. It's long and it's cold. I think that's it. I mean, it, yeah, you say that and I go, mm-hmm, yep, that, that's it. Otherwise, it's a new start. It's all things good. This last day of January, though, this speaks to me. When you look at this national calendar, yeah, National Plan for Vacation Day. It's always the last Tuesday in January. It just happens to land on the last day of the month this time around. And I am curious if you are planning any kind of vacation for 2023 hmm. or if there's just a dream vacation spot that you you don't know if you'll ever make it. I, I've got a few of those. I'm pretty sure I'll never make it. But I, I mean, I could still think about it. 800-555-7898 to share that with us. National Plan for Vacation Day. Are the Hillers working on anything? You know, yes and no. Oh. No, like specific. This is a family vacation that we're going to go on, and mm-hmm. you know we've not been working on one of those per se recently. But I do have some travel coming up for work, mm-hmm. and we were looking at that and saying, would it be possible to bring the family along with? Oh, and nice. it could be kind of a both and. You yeah. know, they could have a the full time for vacation. And I would be able to be with them part of the time for vacation. And, That's a win. And work the, exactly. So uh, we were uh, working on that over the weekend. And so while it's not the official day, we were just recently uh, taking a look at that and uh, trying to see if we could make all that work out. I what say about you? that's close enough. Is that close enough? Okay. I Yes, we are working on something that I'm still honestly praying through and thinking through. And I have asked the Lord because I, I wanted to go and see. We have a daughter, daughter, like that we quasi adopted. Yeah. Not officially, just so you know. Uh, but she lives in Germany. She's from Germany. She was an exchange student. And that's how we met her. She lived with us for a school year and we just connected. She's family now. She's been here several times. We have never been to Germany to see her. And I know the family, her family wants us to come. She's getting of that age and she's dating somebody. I'm thinking the next call we're going to get is that she's engaged and the wedding is going to be. And we never made it to Germany to to visit and to kind of tour. And if we go for a wedding... It's just going to be all things wedding. She won't have time ever. Now, I'm putting that she's not engaged or anything. However, it seems like this might be a good season. There is this window that I think 
we can make it work. We're still praying over airline tickets. I'm just going to tell you right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because uh, that is not a cheap flight. But once we get there, we can stay with her and her family and all those things. So, yeah, that is kind of the quasi plan right okay. now. And I've just been talking to uh, Nadine, our German daughter, and we're trying to make it work. That would be very cool if you were able to make that work. Don and Steve in the morning on Moody Radio.